We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Women, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. today is mandy still mandy (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing mandy what's good and new in your world i'm good i'm good new and new and good in my world or just what's up in your world we used to ask that a lot didn't we new and Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. uh gosh new nothing summer last social vegan yeah, or last so we had the social, the vegan social, the last one of the summer this past weekend. Everybody hears me talk about this all the time. But anyways, I still want to hear about it. Last vegan social. It was really good. It was a sellout. I haven't had a sellout ooh, 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 in a minute. So that was nice. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And not that it hasn't been good. No, but it's nice to but sell out and not have to lug it all back into your car and back home and then figure out how to sell it. Yeah, it's nice just not to have stuff at the end of the night to figure out what to do with um and so that was good it was a hot one out there but you know we got it done it was cool it was not cool but it was cool um i am considering not doing events like that come the fall so it comes back in the fall oh and i'm considering not doing events markets oh in the fall like I may do a one-off, a pop-up, mm-hmm. a smaller thing here and there. Mm-hmm. Indoor setups where I don't have to haul around the whole thing. I'm um, assuming for multiple reasons. Yeah, lots of reasons. I mean, I had been considering not doing them years ago. Oh. Because I was pushing towards moving into a storefront, which mm-hmm. now that COVID has calmed down and businesses are kind of back to normal, that's the angle I'm looking to move into now. And... If I'm doing that, pop-ups just don't seem like I'm going to be, you know, that interested in doing a lot of events. It's also really physically taxing. Yeah. And right now, being just me, it also takes a lot of time. And I'm kind of at the point where some weekends I'm just completely maxed some weeks on the amount of orders I have coming in and out. And I need either someone to help me or both. Like, I will need help soon if it keeps up the way it's been and doing events it's like it's just a lot like I could do more other things if I wasn't doing events Mm, so and the custom stuff is really where I love doing events I love connecting with people I saw so many regulars I got to see I mean I don't even know I must have seen at least 40 familiar faces between obviously my friends who volunteer Mm -hmm. at the event but then uh, just customers who have come back time and time again and uh or people who said I even had a few people this time who were like I've been following you for years Aww. and now I finally get to catch Yay. up with you and like yeah. get something and um that's always really fun to hear so I mean those things are energizing mm-hmm. and uh Des came by with his little one Aww. at some point and he made a comment to me later about like he has been at events but before but he was like there's just this different Mandy. There's like a different vibe about you kind of thing. And I was like, interesting, like interesting observation. And I was just like, you know, 
you're right. Like, I'm still me. There's still the through line yeah. of who I am. Like, my character and my self isn't different, but I am a different energy. Well, you're wearing a different hat. Exactly. Like, I am a different energy at events. Like, yeah. being around that many people, it permeates me. Like, I absorb all of it. <laughs> and when it's hot, oh, yeah. It's even more. Yeah. But. Like, I think the heat definitely has an effect on me at those. Like, when I'm cold, I'm probably quieter. Oh, when I'm yeah. that hot, I am elevated. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I might be more ener- – I might be really energetic when it's cold, too, trying just to stay warm because yeah. I don't love the cold months. Did you guys have to face the sun again? Or? No. Oh, thankfully, Yay. Josh remembered to – flip the floor plan mm. so to speak and we were the vendor setups who had all meltable stuff we were all facing the other direction food trucks went on the other side oh, of the good. street uh and it was way better oh like, i'm glad food trucks are protected by physical walls like yes they're in a little metal box and it's gonna get warm from the sun but it's going to do that for them no matter which side of the street they're facing so you know what I mean? Didn't doesn't affect them, and they have coolers and generators and power keeping them and their food cold, whereas the rest of us are standing around in a tent and we don't. So it was nice, like the people who make candles and soaps and body oils, like everybody's stuff wasn't oh, melting. I'm glad. Yeah, it was really That's nice. Good. I'm glad. Um, I'm hoping that setup just stays that way permanently because it kind of made more sense. I think Josh even said he could fit more vendors in oh, the way we did it this great. time. So I love it when, love when my ideas make like things that. better. Because <laughs> yes. I suggested this two well, months ago. Your idea solved the problem and made things better. Yeah. I like when things happen like that where yeah. it's not just solving one problem. It actually makes things even better. Right. Yeah. When there's a, a an added benefit, mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah. He was like, you know, I even have more space here and someone reached out to me about coming. So I squeezed in another vendor. So I was like, oh, cool. Great. That's awesome. I mean, everyone was happier on that side of the street this time. They were like, oh, my gosh. Thank oh, God. Because like, I don't know what I would have done. It was 100 degrees. Holy moly. So, and you know, we're getting there in the heat of the day between Mm -hmm. two and three 30 to set up. And then you're there all night. The event doesn't, you know, sun doesn't go down till seven and we don't close until 10. And it's just, it's a lot. It's physically taxing. I'm kind of at the point where some of my equipment is getting ready to really need to be replaced. So I'm like, do I want to reinvest in all of this or do I want to put my time and energy into a different part of the Mm -hmm. business? Mm -hmm and really push towards the brick and mortar and doing custom doing parties in my store you know what I mean like I don't I don't know I don't it's physically taxing and I have people around me who say they want to help but I'm like do I really need to do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the point I don't know so and I also don't mind making space for the new little guy you know what I mean somebody else to come in and give it a whirl like Mm -hmm. There's businesses come and go all of the time. I've watched mm. so many of them come and go from the markets yeah. and some of them last a couple of months. Some of them last a year. Some of them, and some of them are leveling up like maybe what you're doing. Now. Right. Leveling yeah. up. It's a great way for people yeah. to figure out whether or not it is for them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because running your own business is not for the birds. Oh, oh, it's tough. Your own food business. Oh, yeah. As a solopreneur, like doing this all <laughs> like by that. yourself. It is a lot and it is, I mean, you don't, I don't think most people take into consideration that you are the 
I call myself the CEO, the COO, the CFO, <laughs> the CBO, which is the chief baking officer. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> chief marketing officer, executive finance operating. I am every single part of the business. And it's not just baking the cakes Mm-mm. and handing them off to customers or standing at the booth. It's the complete setup. It's filling out applications. It's business licenses. It's yeah. tax forms. It's accounting. It's bookkeeping. It's inventory. It's shopping. It's answering all of people's emails. It's posting on social media. It's updating your Google. It's updating your Yelp. It's updated. I mean, it's a lot. And I've been doing it for years and I have, you know, all those things in place and Uh, I think the only thing I don't have going is my LinkedIn for the business, which I have been seriously slacking on. And Casey, one of my best friends, is like, I know I'm assuming she's going to hear this, but like she has been up my ass to get my LinkedIn going. And I'm like, good for her for up being up your ass about that. (laughs) Seriously. It's not like it's not on my list of things to do. I've been so everything else. Yeah. Like the things I have deliverables Mm -hmm. to me and LinkedIn just isn't like I'm no one's paid me to do the LinkedIn. And like I have so many things that I'm being paid and I have to and I have committed to. But like, I mean, I want to get that done. I want to go more business to business Mm -hmm. with my business. And eventually you'll get there. It's I mean, it's part of growing. Right. It's not like you can do everything from the very beginning. Right. LinkedIn is the next phase. Yeah. Because that's the direction you're going. And, and now that things are kind of starting to slow down a little bit, the last two weeks I have been at capacity, at, like at capacity as far as how much I can do. I've done nine ish cakes both the last two weeks plus an event and like bigger cakes, tiered cakes, stacked cakes. I think I did 21 cake layers this week. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Plus, you know 12 I forget how many 12 dozen event 12 dozen cupcakes just for the event and then I don't know a few other dozen for orders and things going out the door I mean it was a lot plus cookies and bars and just all sorts of stuff and uh I there's just only so much time in the day Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I have I have committed to also having personal time yeah and time with the boyfriend yeah time to myself like to do life to clean to my house <laughs> yeah to do life and to cook for myself yeah. and clean my house and take a shower you know working out is something that's been back in the schedule with the knee I slowed down for a minute but it's back thankfully no one's heard me talk about my knee injury in a minute but I will tell you that I can bear weight again it gets a little antsy and sore when I jump around like certain songs come on Spotify and I I literally just bounce around for three and a half minutes like nice. I get my heart rate way up and <laughs> just oh god get a little sweat going and bounce around and then my knee gets a little antsy so I still have to be really I still but a little you're careful still actively using it and pushing it so it's yeah. being lubricated it's being yeah. used so it's- like hauling the tents and tables up and down the stairs I had to do everything by myself as far as loading up my car and getting to the event this month because mm-hmm. just everybody wasn't available and I was like I felt good enough I was oh. like I know I can do it like my knee isn't I'm able to carry weight recently like I did Costco shopping and stuff like that and it doesn't kill my knee anymore so it's been nice like working out again and so now that things are tapering down for the summer there won't be like it's graduation month so right now I'm in graduation season and like I'm phasing out of the bachelorette party season and the weddings and now I'm entering into graduation season and then it'll be June July August where it's mostly just birthdays and I think I'm going to do special custom boxes and treats just to keep 
you know, people don't forget that I'm here kind of thing and to keep going. But um, it's this is kind of the time of year where I can take a beat and update social media, like update and add to LinkedIn. And I logged into my Twitter the other day. Do you know women get in? We still have a Twitter. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't forget. I just remember the whole fiasco where they locked me out of my account. Ah, and, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I finally I got back into it the other day, and I'm I'm there. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know how many. I wonder there. how many followers we have. Uh, <laughs> I didn't look at that, but I personally I have like forty. <laughs> funny. Not a lot, but um, it's been fun. I had a little downtime at, in between the last two busy weekends, and I finally got to watch. I shouldn't say finally because we talked about it last episode, but I have finally finished. Queen Charlotte on Netflix. <laughs> um, I had to rewatch almost every episode because I kept falling asleep. They're long episodes. <laughs> I don't know how you got through it in a day. It's like I just watched them straight. It's like eight <laughs> hours. The last episode no, actually, is a movie. They're not as long as the other seasons. The episodes are so much shorter no, than the other 50 seasons. Minutes. No, they're, they're not like the other seasons well, had like up much me. longer than other 40, season? 50 minutes. Are you talking about Bridgerton? Yes. Oh my God. The other Bridgerton series, like because so I finished me? Queen Charlotte and I still couldn't fall asleep. So I watched a couple episodes of other seasons of Bridgerton and they were like, I don't know. They were definitely <laughs> more than 50 minutes each, but maybe, maybe this is because, it felt new to you and fresh. And so it went really fast because the last episode of Queen Charlotte was an hour and a half. Oh, I didn't notice that. But I'm saying <laughs> the other episodes were shorter than I had to watch it other so many times. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was just like, it was a great series. Like, it was. I was like watching this. I was like, I don't know how she fell asleep. This is really good. Like, I, I, I watched it so late at night. <laughs> oh, I don't. Are you watching it not late at yeah. night? I watch it for, I think it was like 9 p.m. to about 4 a.m. Yeah, see, I was making it till about 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I would get through like maybe around 10. I'm done mm -hmm. with work. I'm done with everything. Yeah. I'm settling down. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. Or like one night, I, the first two episodes, I sat here in the living room and watched. But I even fell asleep in the second one. And like I woke up in the third one or something. And I'm like, shit, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, So I had to go back and I just rewatched two and three. And then I fell asleep in four. So I had to go back and rewatch four. And I was like, okay, just stop here because you know you're going to fall asleep. And then I watched five, fell asleep in six. <laughs> like, it might just be also thing. because I came back from Fiji and the time still oh, yeah. wasn't, you know. And so it might be that. But I don't know. I'll argue that there's a Miley lot of other TV series where <laughs> I am on the right time schedule and I still watch. I think I'm a night owl by nature. I try really hard to be a morning bird or whatever what is <laughs> it called bird. an early bird <laughs> but i i work really well when it's nighttime i am more productive when it's nighttime i i binge yeah. a lot of shows at nighttime even though i try really hard to be an early bird i think i am a night owl by, by uh, nature i'm making a total face thinking of miley being an early bird i'm like I don't think you're an early bird. I think you're just really good at getting up because you have to. Yeah, let's go with that. Because, well, yes and I no. Because I don't think you I, want to get up at 5 a.m. I don't want to get up at 5 a.m. I just know it's better for me to wake up at 5 a.m. because I get more stuff done. And right. I'm trying to, you know, get myself into a routine. I think you want to sleep. Like, I like to sleep until at least 7. Yeah. Somewhere between 7 and 8 is my, like, yeah. yes, please. 
even if i get to bed by 11 if i can sleep until 7 and get a whole eight hours it just doesn't happen but this is medically by the way what's necessary for us to completely reset our hormone balances like you are not replenishing everything you've used in the day if you're not hitting eight to nine hours as an adult woman and i was thinking about this because when i was in fiji it's so hard for me to hit seven well when i was in fiji i didn't need an alarm to wake up and the 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 my my this is my day i would naturally wake up at 6 a.m just naturally didn't need anything to wake up 10 well, hold Phoenix up. Wait, please let me <laughs> let me explain. Let me finish. This was already into when I was already like I already was used to the Somewhat time. So it was not okay. because of this was like day four or five. I was already acclimated and it was because I would wake up early. But then breakfast would be from, you know, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We would work 830 to four o'clock. Then we would have downtime to hang out, to do some stuff. Dinner was at six. We'd be done by eight. Everyone would just shut down. And I didn't have social media. I didn't have a lot of electronics. So my body naturally just, and I was so relaxed because I didn't have a lot of this work and the stress and all this stuff that my body just naturally went to bed around nine o'clock and I'd wake up naturally by six. So I had eight or nine hours of sleep. So that's my whole, all that to say to, to prove or support what you were saying a few minutes ago is eight to nine hours is great because I didn't, I wasn't stressed. It was so nice. I just went to bed naturally, didn't have any insomnia and I would wake up naturally, really refreshed, ready to start the day. And it was, it was really nice. I imagine that's what my retirement life will be like (laughs) where like I'm still working, but I'm not working for a paycheck, but I don't have to worry about an alarm. I wake up naturally and then I go to bed and I, you know, I'm, I'm less, I'm less stressed. I, I'm not working on a deadline. What if in retirement you go to bed at 11 p.m. and you sleep until 8 a.m.? That might be, but th- that's the thing too. Like, I mean, island life is a little different. It gets life dark is different. really yes, early. Yes, it yeah. does. And just, it's nice because in the morning, I don't know what it is. Like natural light is just so beautiful in the morning that it yeah. just wakes me up naturally and the birds are chirping and it's just, I don't know. The birds. Oh my God. I heard the birds this morning and I do not feel like birds I got a ton of on sleep. The island. <laughs> <laughs> island birds way better. <laughs> and the sound Arizona of birds, the boo. sound of the ocean waves, the sound of wind. Oh, it was God. really really nice actually. Who needs what is that? Um, white noise when you got natural noise. You are so making me miss Hawaii right now. <laughs> and Which, Fiji by the way, we should probably island. plan a Hawaii trip soon and i might have to go there for a conference in december so we might as well make that a vacation okay that's not very soon (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't see you making any plans Uh, at least i'm making plans she was like soon december i'm like that's seven months wait wait i don't see you got yeah for a second Uh, i was like it's april no it's may okay seven months is better than eight but oh my gosh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i love hawaii and i always want to go there and Yeah. yeah I've only been to a few like island islands, Hawaii a few times, a handful of times, Fiji, Antigua. Have I, what are where have you been? Is that what Antigua, other? Guatemala? No, or no, no. Antigua? Antigua is down in the West Indies, uh, like down see. past Barbados, oh, okay. Bar- which is Barbados. Sorry, I had a former <laughs> coworker who used to say Barbados, uh, Barbados. Uh, 
oh my gosh what else is down there st lucia just past that oh i hear st lucia's beautiful yeah they're it's all really pretty down yeah. there but it's an antigua is all white sand beaches mm-hmm. 365 white sand beaches they make a ton of rum from sugarcane i had a headache for the first three days i was there because i was drinking sugarcane <laughs> rum and i was like this is so weird i've had a headache since i got here but basically from the time you hit they just hand you a drink and they never stop handing you rum punch it's like it's their water they're like rum punch rum punch want to rum how about a rum punch rum punch with your breakfast with your dinner with your lunch with your snacks anytime you want rum punch i was like why have i had a headache for three full days like this is so weird um yeah you're making me miss the island life okay so let's talk about queen charlotte highlights for you oh chess why don't you get started okay Um, I had so many highlights. Okay. That last episode, though, killed me. Like, it was so good. The you and me thing between the queen and her oh, king. between the Yeah. You and me. Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, like, right. Th- my One of my favorite parts is like, tell me you do not love me and I will walk. Oh, my and God. And he just could not. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so good. She's like, yeah. I am your queen. Yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Like, so I think... Part of what I really love about the story. So Shonda Rhimes wrote this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like Netflix, after they saw the first Bridgerton season, they were like, somebody from Netflix said to her, why aren't we writing yeah. this story? And she was like, I don't know. Let me play with it. Yeah. She wrote the whole thing. It is so fabulous. I love how it's it's very female. Empo- yeah. Like one of empowering. my one of my other favorite parts about the female thing is uh, when uh the Bridgerton mom is at oh, the yeah. church and uh, Lady Danbury Danbury comes. And we she, meet a young yeah. Lady Danbury, yeah. by the oh, way, yeah. listeners. Oh, yeah. You I meet- love. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about her, too. But <laughs> yeah. this one moment in the church is like, you know, uh, Bridgerton mom is uh, Violet. So, yes. She's really she's grieving her husband that she lost. And she's, you know, and, and was this early Lady on when Danbury, he had left or it was it had been a while, but it was she, she was revisiting away yeah. and it was the day that he had passed away. So she oh, was, it was talk- the remembrance. Yeah. Okay. And so she goes, you know, you're very fortunate. And she took it very offensively, you know, and yeah. I really like how uh, one person might be grieving and thinking that they've lost someone, but it's such a fortune to even be able to lose someone that you cared about and someone that you loved this is the whole better to have loved and lost than yes. never loved at all yeah right and it was yeah. kind of you saw both sides of that in those two characters I lo- yeah i loved that part mm-hmm. yeah because uh, she had to clarify for her later on yeah. violet was really offended and lady danbury later clarified yeah. for her like you don't know what it was like when exactly, i was with yeah. my husband which because there's of, a fair age yeah. difference between the two of oh them. yeah for sure and but i really love you had mentioned how like that female power and yeah. i love how lady danbury there were so many instances in the series where in the, the only reason was... why they <laughs> yeah. received or got certain privileges was because of her but she was so yeah. humble about it that she she had you know she had to give credit to her husband oh he just took yeah. the credit yeah he was like whatever uh, woman stop talking let's yeah. go and he so, was a lot older than her oh yeah Pro- was, at least what would you say 50 years at least oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least 40 uh, yeah maybe I 50 think, uh, like and she explains in the show that she, from the time she was a child at, at the was, age of three she was raised to be betrothed to him yes yeah. so like, like his favorite color was her favorite color. Yeah. yeah. So he, spoiler alert, uh, fast forward if oh, you haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, but you know if you've watched Bridgerton that she's a widow. Yeah. So 
he dies. Um, Thank goodness. It's <laughs> kind of how she gets to be a widow. <laughs> but Same it also, her. I believe, is the driving factor to how, like, the kind of power and well, she like, really she got becomes. to step into yeah. it. And I love, I don't want to spoil it, but I love the reason at the very end for why she couldn't do what she needed in her mind quote with the queen's to do. brother yes, yes. don't spoil it man this is all spoilers <laughs> fuck you guys if you haven't watched spoiled 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 i'm spoiling everything you've had two yeah. weeks i just love <laughs> i okay then then that case like i love how like she really was like i need to do this for myself like i need yeah. to live a life for myself she, and i felt dude, I, she denied yeah, the queen's exactly. brother who was like a higher up yeah. in germany and taking, could give her what she needed to maintain her license titling not her, her license, in germany her title, yeah. basically yeah uh and i really appreciated that because i think it resonated a lot with me and whenever we talk about whether or not we joke about being single and not single yeah and i joke a lot about like maybe i don't want to be with somebody because i need to be able to make my own decisions and not feel obligated or right. pressured or anything like that. And I and I feel like when she made that decision, it really resonated a lot with me because sometimes you live a life for others for so long that you need to learn what it's like to live a life for yourself. Yeah. And, and trust yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole reason why I've tried so many new things in the last few years is I'm trying to figure out who I am. I'm trying to stand on my own two feet, not depend on someone else, mm-hmm. not depend, quote, on someone else to give me a title or someone else's money or, you know, to be married in order to be worthy or of value. Yes. And I really to be seen yes. uh, as yes. to be seen with value or as of value yeah. by society. Right. Yeah. Which is so, a big part of that show. Yeah. So I really, really it's loved still a heavy young, theme today. It's yeah. like. Oh, tell me about you. What do you do for? Mm. We, we, I hate being. I don't hate being asked what I do for work. I did complain about this not very what like two months ago. I was like, Ugh, I just don't talk about my work. Like I don't always want to talk about my work. Like because I don't like that in this society. Like that's what people ask you on dates. What do you do for work? As if you are more or less valuable based on what you do versus do you love what you do which you are it's always really my about. it's always my my follow-up question when yes somebody ta- i'm like um oh well because i do like i think because that's kind of more small talk of just, yeah for me i'm like do you love what you do like do you love what you spend your time doing most yeah. of the week like money aside mm-hmm. how much do you love what you do what would you do if yeah. their money wasn't an issue so what do you do and then are you married Right. Like <laughs> yeah. when you when women meet other women, it's yeah. like, are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Any kids? As if those things make you more valuable, too. So the whole Lady Danbury thing, though, if you haven't watched it again, sorry, we, we're ruining some things for you here, but watch it. It's so good. And then Brimsley. Oh, Brimsley. I love. But how yes. much did you fall in love with Brimsley? And whoa, okay, the, the second episode, I was like, hello. Like the first know, episode is so PG. I, yeah. Like I, you know, I don't think there was anything racy in episode one. It was all kind of like settling in and figuring mm-hmm. out how these people meet each other. Yeah. And then episode two, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> like there are two yeah. guys. Everybody wants to be loved and to lo- like everybody wants to love someone and to be loved by someone. A hundred percent. And I, they never say what happens to Reynolds. I was going to say one of my, one of my I'm most pissed. unsettling things about this series is at the very end, he's dancing by himself and I'm wondering where did the other guy go? Where's Reynolds? And I wonder if Reynolds is with the king at the other castle. Well, Charlotte was there and they didn't 
I know. Remember at the end, at the very end, she went to Q where he was. And then I love when they were under the bed, and then uh, the the back and forth between like the 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 current version versus a younger version, and then back and forth. I really love that. It was so I cried like four times in the last episode. Can I also say that I really love the episode where they backtrack and kind of show everything from the king's perspective. Oh. But like showing like why yeah, he was that three or four that somewhere was the four in the I think or yeah. something like that. But I thought that was a really neat episode of yeah. just the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I was hoping you would catch that. <laughs> okay, Miley. <laughs> you see how serious my face was? Like, I'm keep moving on. Yeah, she did cinematography of it. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what are we saying? <laughs> I'm not even sure if the cinemato- cinematography, for the record, I'm not even sure if that's what you were going after. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Is that not what I said? I'm pretty Cinemotography? sure. Cinematography? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> Cinematography. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was that was a really fun episode. Yeah, it was kind of started like you were going to move the story forward but then they flipped it and showed everything from his side so you got to see kind of the first couple episodes but tweaked yeah. from yeah. the other mm-hmm. side and it filled in some gaps it did it did i also really liked this it was just the nerdy part in me with the psychology part oh yeah the psychology doctor who did all of these things oh yeah to the, the king treatments. to try the treatments i was just like oh my goodness like this is where it all started this is where the electric chair and like oh, all yeah, the torture therapy. and all that stuff yeah they I was still just like, do oh, that yeah, yeah, they do. For some mm-hmm. extreme but conditions. But I'm thinking, yeah, it had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. The treatments that we have done in the past had to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. But yeah. In uh, Michigan, there are, and I have lived near an, two, in two different parts of Michigan, I've lived near what used to be like, quote, insane mm-hmm. asylums or asylums. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. down where my mom still lives, I they turn into a haunted house. Whoa. And Halloween, it's pretty rad, kind of haunted, kind of scary. The other one up in Traverse City is um they have what's it called uh gentrified it basically oh. like they brought it back and it's now condos cool yeah yeah like they wow. kind of redid the whole and th- it's no longer patient rooms or whatever it's oh they've gosh. knocked down walls and made con- i've stayed oh, there i airbnb'd wow. one before cool the lower levels they have a lot of the history on the mm-hmm. walls it's really cool they've really also neat. put wine shops and Ooh. restaurants in there it's a really big cool property it's interesting to walk around spaces like that where that mm-hmm, stuff used mm-hmm. to happen. But yeah, I did. And I love how much she stood up for him. The whole theme oh, of yeah. the show, like it was flipped. He wasn't the hero. She yeah. was the hero. I loved how like when they fought, like when she finally found out, she was like, I am your queen. I will take care of you. Like she, even, mm-hmm. even though Reynolds has been, had been there for him the whole time up tried. until then. Yeah. He tried so hard. She was just like, no, I am his wife. Like, I will take care of him. I will handle this. I will be your Venus. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, know, like, I'm so Venus. Cute. I'm yeah. here. Let's go inside. Like, Venus is going inside. You need to come with Venus. Yeah, and the doctor was like, I am concerned for his sanity. She's like, I am concerned for his happiness. Oh, I love that line. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, that was pretty powerful. Yeah. I love the rescuing part, though. I love that she was the, she was the one saving him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you would think, like, it starts, she's kind of a nobody, and she's suddenly the queen. Yeah. So it seems like, not quite like he's rescuing her. Like, it's clear that she's come, you know, she's well-bred, so to speak. But it was just really cool to see her really step into that role, the way she worked with everyone. It's spectacular. 
that they had 13 children. Oh God. And that they were, they, there was such a struggle. And I, I'm pretty sure that that had to be in the storyline for there to be a problem, for there to be a story to be told. Mm -hmm. But it was like of the 13 children, like they could not like the biggest problem. First world problems is that they can't have, well, one child like amongst all three of them. I mean, like legitimate, legitimate child. Um, yeah, that's it. That apparently, was the boys had been having a yeah. fair number of illegitimate children. But, you know, back in the day, yeah. those and then didn't all count. the all the girls were what are they old female like old um, <laughs> like over 26. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. They couldn't have babies. Exactly. Or I was just like, what? They they were aging out. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that had to be part of the story in order for there to be a story. I get it. But. Yeah. yeah, it was just funny. It was nice to see they they wrapped that storyline up at the end, yeah. and um, gosh, it was just it was a great show. Brimsley, I was really really yeah. I just struck by the Brimsley story. Yeah. Like, like I am behind you, and the Br Always Lady Bridgerton and Lady Danbury, Lady Danbury as oh, a widow, yeah. and then the scandal with sleeping with oh Violet's I know. dad, yes, and the birthday hat, and just like. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it was, yeah. This season's full of like little scandals, but so healing, mm -hmm. I think, to watch all these women go through these things and discover yeah. what they discover about each other. And, and then the friendship. relationship between Violet and Lady Danbury. Like, yeah. You know, like to see Violet as a child, Lady Danbury, quote, as an adult. And then now, years, I didn't years put later, that together, like, at were, first, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, this is Violet Bridgerton, mm -hmm. but she's. Or whatever her last name. I was like, oh, duh, she's not married yet. So, of yeah. course, that's not her last name. Yeah. This is her. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. It took me, a, I oh. don't know, a <laughs> minute to, to put that yeah. all in the place in my head. It was, uh, it was a really great, great series. It was so good. Definitely watch it. Sorry we ruined it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm pretty sure even if we ruined it, you still don't even know what we're talking about. Watch it and then come back and re-listen to everything we've said. And then it'll make so much more sense. I like that. I also like that. Violet, the gardens in bloom. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I might start using that. <laughs> Can you say it to Des and see what his face looks like when you say that? Oh, my God. He, he, yes, I will. I wonder if I should tell him what it means. I'll just don't I'll tell, tell him what it means. Just say it with a straight face. <laughs> Record his facial reaction for me yeah. and then tell him what it means. I have to set up a secret camera. <laughs> When does this come out? <laughs> like my garden is yes. in bloom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, are you going to tell us about your independence day? Cause I had a note here that May 15th was something, something about your independence day. You teased it heavily a few episodes ago. Yeah, I didn't and you were like, to. it's the big day. Sorry, I didn't mean to make it such a big deal. Cause it's really not a big deal. I was like, uh, is she getting her green card? Yeah, but no. I was like, no, she's already <laughs> citizen. I was born here. <laughs> Uh, no, unfortunately, I'm not getting my green card. Uh, I love I could joke like that with you. You're like, bitch, I was born here. Fuck out of here. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think I was just really, really excited. And it was a day for me to look forward to and just to motivate me to get there because there was just so much. And there was, you know, I was in a heavy point in my life a couple weeks ago and I'm at a lighter place in my life. But I knew that May 15th was kind of like my Independence Day. My friend Clark, he called it my get out of jail day. Mm. So did you free yourself from some of these things that you were looking to be free? I think from? I freed myself from a lot of things that I felt was holding me back and holding me down. Okay. A lot of it was work related. Mm. That was. Did you quit your job? Whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> but uh, that's a good answer 
(laughs) (laughs) But I I do feel like that a lot of things have wrapped up Mm -hmm. that freed me and freed up space in my life so that I could get back to things that excite you. Things that make me healthy good mentally and physically like okay. drinking water yeah. i know these sound like little things <laughs> we know you've heard miley say this uh let's see a hundred and yeah how many episodes are we in 106 and you've heard her say this on at least 80 of sure. our 106 episodes but it's only to say like how important it is to drink water she has and reminders that I'm in not... her phone to pee <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it's so important to take care of yourself and sometimes when you may have restrictions in your life due to work you can sometimes forget to take care of yourself and it's a up and down it's not like just because you develop good habits that you have good habits forever sometimes Mm -hmm. you might lose those bad habits and i am an amazing example of good habits that go bad that then they (laughs) go turn good and then go back to bad and it's a it's i it's a roller coaster and i'm okay with it i think that's more of just an example of habits lost and found let's go with that that sounds great i love it (laughs) i don't want to label it good and bad okay i think sometimes you find your way into a habit a routine and then sometimes you find your way out of it (laughs) (laughs) so i go in and out of habits and routine and may 15th was kind of like the hallmark where i was going to be able to mentally and physically refocus my life or at least start to refocus and feel a little bit lighter and and i do i do good breathe differently now as of yesterday, I do feel like I'm breathing differently, a little bit lighter. Things are falling into place and and giving me peace and and yes. So I'm taking Good. better care of myself. I feel like I'm on the road to taking better care of myself, mentally, physically, emotionally, Good. psychologically. You're, are you calendaring things that do you just service? I guess is the word. Slowly but surely, okay. I've um I've started making appointments for like massages like Mm. I used to like up until January I had like a monthly massage a monthly facial I blocked out time I had time in my schedule to do personal things like my hobbies in January I I kind of put my airplane stuff on pause and now I'm really looking forward to be be able to bring it back in the coming months I'm really re-energized to really focus on getting that check ride getting to that point and you know so like i'm just really excited like may 15th was like my 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 day where i like could really recommit to myself mm-hmm. yeah. i like that yeah. good yeah. and so i didn't mean to make it such a big deal i'm so sorry it's not like i i got like i got a big paycheck or i quit my job or retired or Girl, it sounded like, like he was about to retire yeah i know and it you were like this yeah. is the day bye but no but it is equally as important to me as those those days probably like I'm recommitting to myself which is a big thing good I like it yeah should we roll into the episode yes we should speaking of getting back into yourself and things that benefit you yes we're gonna talk about alone time getting benefits of benefits Mm -hmm. how to we're gonna talk about like getting alone time in a relationship what it means how to do it what is it what is it all the things perfect I like it awesome let's get into it will be talking about the benefits of alone time especially in a relationship yes how to get it why it's good for you why it's healthy for your partner signs you might need more of it how to talk to your people about yeah it's getting a little bit of it or more of it if you need more of it yeah so 
I mean, I'll probably talk about this a few times in the episode, but it's clear that I need more alone time in my relationship than my person does. Like, they're not necessarily, they're used to being around a lot of people in their jobs, which I was too, but I really like not being there. So, like, but they miss that, like, lots of people interaction thing. Um, So they like, I don't know, not being alone all the time. I, uh, I don't like being alone all the time, but I definitely like having some very specific time where I don't have to talk to anybody and I don't have to answer any questions and do anything. Like, I just want a little time to do something for me and I think we can also touch a little bit on if you are the person who doesn't need as much alone time as your partner what can you do or how can you manage your anxiety or your discomfort with that when your partner needs a little bit more alone time than you need alone time yes so I put up a poll in our uh, Instagram stories a couple weeks ago asking people do you crave alone time in your relationship it was like Yes, daily, weekly, monthly. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Everyone who responded said yes, daily. Ah. Like daily, they yeah. want alone time. And the second question, and those all happen to be women. I, okay. I will know. I, I appreciate that you acknowledge that or yes. identify that. Yes. And I, I did look because I was like, did any guys respond? It was all women who happened to respond. So I don't know if men just don't answer polls, but whatever. And then uh, the next question I asked was, does your partner also desire their own alone time? Because oh, I, I had a suspicion. A question. Yeah, I had a suspicion that it would be mostly females answering. So I really wanted to know if they're men. And if the men a- answered, then they would still tell me either way. But I got to see both sides. Of I like the it. Spectrum. Assuming these are all hetero couples. Again, I don't know. But the does your partner crave alone time was also yes ah, across the board okay. 100%. The third question I asked was like how do you go about making that time with your partner? Uh-huh. And go ahead. And no one answered. Oh. Okay. So I was like we need to talk about this. I am curious. Did you say crave as though you don't have enough of it or just I think I said need. Need. Okay. Cool, cool. I can double check I was while just curious. we're here on the on, on the mic. So let's talk a little bit about, well, maybe let's start. I always like to start. One of the reasons why we talk about the topics that we talk about is because there are things that matter to us or that we're experiencing. And so you mentioned a little bit about why you love alone time. Maybe I figured we can talk a little bit about why we personally like or need or benefit from alone time. And Mm -hmm. then we'll go into all the other topics that we talked about. Yeah. But why do you, do you want to share anything more about why or what you get out of alone time what I get out of alone time I personally just I for me it's a time to reset my brain Mm -hmm. sort of like I get to process all the thoughts of the day it's almost like a you know when you're in a dream or a meditation I don't formally meditate much these days I have on and off real spotty in the past I've never had a solid meditation practice but alone time is very meditative for me it's a time for me to sort of dust out my brain so to speak clear out the things that are cluttering it uh, just kind of revisit everything that's happened and know if there's something that I didn't fully address in the moment sometimes with a person if there's something it's sort of like at the end of the day I also will do a little bit of an inventory and this is something I picked up in Al-Anon years ago I'll do a little bit of an inventory 
and just check on myself throughout the day and say, was there anything that didn't go really well? Do I need to follow up with anybody? Is anything feeling gross about today? What went really well? Kind of like your rosebud thorn. Um, but just alone time kind of lets me, even if I'm doing the dishes for 20 minutes, like this is where I find myself having some of those thoughts. Like I'll, I'll even turn off the podcast if I'm just, I won't have anything playing besides maybe music that I'm not actively listening to, but I'll just have some time to myself to kind of sort out what's happened in the last day or so, check in with me, find out if anything's bugging me or maybe remember something I need to do. Just, it just kind of resets my brain it like recalibrates me I like that yeah in addition to all that you were saying and you know you say recalibration I was hearing a lot of self-reflection self-awareness yeah those things in addition to all those things because I do experience that and that's those are some of the things that I value in my alone time because I mean I don't know if it's the same for you but it's not always in the moment that I think the thought Mm -hmm. I wanted to say exactly like I'm quick and that happens a lot but sometimes I'll sit on something I'll go oh you know I didn't quite hear that in the moment it was being said to me but now I'm processing it as this yeah totally I'm right there okay I was gonna add that in addition to thinking and reflecting and kind of filling in blanks or thinking back to those things uh, I also love that it's kind of like in many ways it's an opportunity for me to not think either. Mm, yeah. Like it's a, it's a moment where I'm just so focused on whatever. Like I, I might just be driving in silence and I'm alone and I just enjoy just not feeling the need to have a conversation, to answer anything, to think about all the things that I need to do. It's yeah. really clearing my mind and just giving my mental brain a break. Yeah. From thinking about anything. Uh, I feel like there's also like, there's not an expectation to actually do anything in the moment with anyone or anything about anything either. I was going to say um, performing or yeah. reporting to or deciding on. Yeah. <laughs> and and part of that, like you said, performing is like, I don't have to worry about how I'm being in that moment because mm-hmm. there's no one to impress, no one to answer to, no one to respond to, no one to keep company, no one to mm-hmm. cater to kind of thing. Like, you know, not that it's a bad thing, but it's kind of nice where no I one just to sit consider. there and not do anything. Other yes, than yourself. Exactly, right? Yeah. And that means I can either be reflecting or mm-hmm. thinking about what I need to do or thinking back to conversations or, you know, being being a certain way mm-hmm. to all the way to like just not doing anything at all and not feeling like not feeling bad about that either. Right. I agree. Like I read a lot of I read a handful, I should say, of articles and they are not necessarily all over the map. They give you lots of different uh, guidelines or parameters. Some say maybe a lot of couples, you should aim for 70-30 together mm-hmm. alone time. 80-20 said some. Some said like 30 minutes, maybe an hour a day. And like some said 20 to 30 minutes. And I was like, I don't even know if 20 to 30 minutes is enough. Like uh, shower time can be my alone time. Sometimes it's like on days where I get to wash my hair, it's like, Oh, 15 minutes. Like for some reason I do really good thinking in the shower. Ah. So like, especially in the what days the where I'm. cleansing process? So I know. It's maybe like, that, it's all yeah. white walls. Yeah. And I don't tend to listen to anything in the oh, shower. Okay. Like I just yeah. go into the shower yeah. and it's total quiet time. Yeah. And especially if I'm washing my hair, I don't know if it's washing away it, it some well sort be, of yeah. uh, barrier that I can't see, but I do really good thinking in the shower. So the shower can even be like part of that time I get to just 
chill and do nothing and talk to no one. That's it's kind of what happens is when you think you're not thinking about anything, your subconscious is thinking. So the moment that you are actively thinking and you're like, oh, that's an idea, and it just comes to you, but really it probably processes because you shut off all the noise. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is a little again sort of meditative. Um, I mean, should we talk about how to ask for it? I was just going to dive right into a little bit of the benefits because okay. we're talking about the benefits that we're that we have, but a couple more benefits before we talk about how to ask for it is yeah. really um, and signs there's you been might a lot need of it. yeah there's been a lot of research that talks about how especially if you're in a relationship uh, alone time can help you prevent yourself from maybe losing yourself sometimes mm-hmm. when you know it, it can help you transition from me to we and back to me yeah and that alone time is very very beneficial so that you like like i said uh you 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 know that there is a separation between who you are as a person and who you are with your partner yes i had something very similar written down in my notes like I said recalibrating myself, but I think the word I had written down in my notes was reacquainting with ah, yourself. That's a great word. I Two like words, that. Mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. touching base with you, getting back to the parts of you that you were before yeah. you were an us or a we. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just reminding yourself who you are can yeah. remind you why you're drawn to your person, can remind you of gratitudes yes. and appreciations yes. you have of that person that can be sometimes lost in the day to day to day to day to day all the hustle and bustle of you know things that we as mostly women who listen to this but we do have male listeners like the things that pile on our plates every day and uh, and a sense of independence and confidence comes with that Mm -hmm. and I think there's argument in the literature that says that uh, alone time over time can also help you decrease your stress level as well and so there is the those added research-based benefits that I wanted to mention um but we can definitely talk a little bit about, um, well, I guess, so some what happens is when you, you yeah, so alone time. When, when you don't have enough alone time, you may start to uh, display certain tendencies. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, I mean, I noted things like agitation, fatigue, just not feeling like yourself, feeling a little irritable. I think that's me if I don't have some time to do like kind of my routine things. I get a little irritable and I'm just like, oh. I need to go do something. <laughs> I get that way. I can catch myself mm-hmm. demonstrating those signs a lot, especially after I have come home from a conference where I've had to perform and perform mm. and perform. But then I come home and I have to, you know, go back to work or I have to care of my family that I have no alone time. And I'm like, I need time to just be by myself where I'm not performing at a conference. And now I'm not having to, you know, take care of stuff at work and there's demands and stuff so I get really agitated around times when I you know I haven't had any alone time to recenter yeah Uh, and that's probably you know when when I think about my my weekend this past weekend part of why I feel so refreshed today and especially because of my independence day that we talked about is Mm -hmm. that this past weekend I I had some set alone time that I could recenter and I feel better and looking forward, I've blocked out time in my calendar the next three months to make sure I have adequate alone time. Yay. And it's really, really important to me. And so I really like how this episode is kind of very time timing. Yeah, I like so in some of the things I was reading, I thought it was really interesting that they said a sign that you might need some alone time or time like just build in some time to do things on your own away from your partner was that you might be bored. Oh. 
I thought that was so interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's kind of, I can, I can see that being true. Although I've probably experienced it in past relationships where you just get so used to the everyday and you kind of forget about doing you things all the time that you're like in the everyday normal shit and it's kind of boring. Like, I don't want to sit and watch TV every night. I was just going to say one of my partners from a while ago, like we got into such a routine that anytime Mm -hmm. we spent time together, it was just watching TV and I'd be like, I don't want to watch TV. Can we go do this? But he didn't really want to do that. So then I'd be like, well, if I want to spend time with him, I'd be watching TV and I'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. But that's not time with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so boring. Your attention is 100% Mm -hmm. elsewhere, especially Mm -hmm. if it's not something that you're both mutually excited to watch. Like Like sports games. Yeah. I'm all, yeah, wait. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not doing a 24-7. I was doing a 24-7 with him. So Yeah, like I wouldn't want to watch NASCAR racing on TV. I There's a lot of things I wouldn't want to watch. Like I just don't want to sit and there's – I'm not saying you can't be both invested in a TV show and consider that quality time because you can. But like I think of my parents who – I would say most of their together time is probably spent in front of the TV like a lot of people's is. And it's like – either what one of them wants to watch and sometimes it's what both of them want to watch but there's no connection and quality time there so to me I feel very bored doing that on a routine yeah, basis yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like great you want to go catch a movie or want to watch this movie want to watch a game no problem but like if it's every day like I don't really care to watch more than maybe an hour of tv a day if even that yeah I haven't watched any tv in the last day or three I'm not sure I haven't turned I've been pretty busy so I watched Queen Charlotte at some point last week falling asleep in my bed (laughs) night after night after night but I haven't really watched any real tv since then um I just yeah I thought that was interesting you might be bored and you might start fighting about little things Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. um you may stop seeing your friends as much Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you may just not feel like yourself but the boredom really struck me but those are all signs that you maybe just yeah, need to like get that. away do something that really benefits you it's like a pattern interrupt we talk about pattern yes. interrupts a lot too that's so a if you start to be a notice, phrase <laughs> well speaking of phrases i think we should start collecting phrases because i want to start doing stickers okay women get in stickers so we want we should start collecting phrases okay but anyways we're pattern on interrupt where's my yes. pen <laughs> uh but let's uh any anything else about that that you found interesting when you were reading when it comes to signs that might trigger or mean that you might need a little bit of alone time and or more of it no the boredom one was the one that really stuck yeah. out to me the irritability really, and the fatigue and the stress kind of made sense, sense. Yeah. like mm-hmm. i'm just feeling a little fussy here and i'm not sure why oh i need to check in with me yeah. seems obvious to me but the boredom was one that I thought maybe people wouldn't notice so much. Like, yeah. why do I feel bored in my relationship? Maybe it's because you're not bringing the same sense of individuality and uniqueness that you used to to your partnership. And the two of you need to separate to reconnect to those parts of you that you were before you were together. He needs to go do X, Y, and Z with the guys. She needs to go and do X, Y, Z with the girls or all by herself. Like alone time can also be with your friends. Yes. It's really just time away from the partnership to reset. So connect to a different side of you. So since you're talking about really in the context of relationships, would this be a good time to talk about like, let's say, for example, you need to ask for that. Like how do how does that look like? And from your perspective, Mandy, I don't think I've ever had to ask for it. I think I've always just taken it. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I can admit that. And I think I, I've either just had it or I've taken it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I, I haven't, 
um, I don't know. I've never had anyone who really fought me on it, I guess. Or maybe they just never brought it up. Like, where are you going? Mm. What are you doing? Mm. Why don't you? What do you mean you don't want to be here? <laughs> like, I, I it's always just been very natural to me. It seems naturally built into most things that I do. The current person I'm dating doesn't really love being alone like I love being alone. So it's something that we're navigating right now. Mm-hmm. And it's more like I'm I'm I, this is great timing for me as well, because I'm also trying to figure out how to build this in. And like we don't live together, so it's not as complicated as maybe somebody who's yeah. been you live with your spouse or partner mm-hmm. for a long time and you have kids and you're trying to figure yeah. out how to get alone time you're just like give me 30 minutes in the tub please every <laughs> night and don't talk to me um I feel like that can be a little more difficult like or you navigating just like Katie Martin and just kick your husband out of the house and tell him to go camping sleep somewhere <laughs> else for the weekend yeah I mean Shireen her Sam just he's like I'm gonna go camping he just tell he, they're really good about yeah. it like he's really good about like when he knows when he's approaching a wall and he needs time and he's like, I need to go check in with nature and myself. I'm going to go camping this weekend. Cool. Cool. Bye. Well, some of the articles I was reaching, some of the articles I was reading about did suggest some tips, especially if you are having a, a, a conversation with a partner that may or may not be as comfortable with you taking more time than usual or any alone time at all. Cause there are people out there that don't, want any alone time for themselves and so they they can maybe maybe these are the people we call clingy are these the people that we call clingy <laughs> codependent clingy uh anxiously yeah. attached yes i mean i'm Sounds not like name me, call- actually <laughs> i'm not name calling <laughs> um, i'm not throwing any yeah. shade i'm just no. those are no, that, that, so, clinical just, yeah. terms so yes yeah. so let's see so i think one of the biggest things for these types of relationships if you are in one is the first thing you want to do is reassure your partner that the relationship is not in trouble because I think what in the past when I've been Mm -hmm. in relationships where maybe my partner needed some alone time one of my first reactions especially I mean in hindsight of course they weren't good healthy relationships sure so in hindsight I I can see how born we aren't all born with good examples and all of the tools yeah and I think in hindsight, I notice like my reaction when he asks me for alone time is that, oh, no, like something must be wrong. Why doesn't he want to spend time with me? Uh, but again, like I said, there's other relationships where I have felt secure and they have been healthier. And when mm-hmm. my partners asked for alone time, I, I didn't immediately think that the relationship was in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it has to do with the 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 health of your relationship and the security of your relationship. But mm-hmm. one of the first things that we would recommend you do or that the, 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 the information out there says is to reassure your partner. Nothing's wrong. Right. And me wanting alone time is not wrong. It's actually healthy for me and it's actually healthy for us. These are some of the reasons why alone time is going to benefit me. And um, maybe explain why you specifically need alone time. Haven't we? We've talked a little bit about this in another episode too. I wish I could remember which one because we talked about having something to bring back to your partner right like if all yeah. of your experiences your own hobbies. yeah and all of your experiences are together mm-hmm. you don't have anything left to talk yeah. about but if you each break off and spend time doing things you individually love not to say that you can't do them together at times but breaking off and doing things that you love individually and with your other friends and other groups and other people you have something to talk about when you reconnect and we'll talk about reconnecting a little bit later because that's a like kind of the final step to having your alone time is having a plan to come back together. But 
I think that's really important, like communicating why I need this and understanding that it's good for us. Yeah. And then sometimes it can also help if you let them in on exactly what you plan on doing during your alone time. Mm -hmm. Because again, sometimes what happens is anxiety can come from being, uh, for not knowing or uncertainty of things. Mm -hmm. And so let like be as transparent and authentic as possible with your partner. Let them know like why you need it, how it's going to benefit you, how, like how it will help you be a healthier, happier person when you come back and reconnect. Um, And then let them know what you plan on doing. Like for me, I might just go in and organize my closet. And that's so helpful. Like when I clean, I love cleaning whenever I can and organizing. Oh my goodness. I love organizing and making sure things are in line with each other. Like that actually helps me be a happier person. I have Um, so many questions. (laughs) Uh, And then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of like wrapping it all up on how to, to talk to your partner about. Yeah. This doesn't, this doesn't, uh, downplay the time that Mm -hmm. we have together. That is still incredibly important to me, to us. And it's still so valuable and I'm grateful for it, but it's still, there's just times where you need to break away and do some stuff. Girls have girls trips. Guys have guys trips. Yeah. Like if my guy is going to take off and go golfing with his buddy, he's maybe not looking at that as alone time, but that is time. Like you're spending time away with your friends. You're spending time away from the partnership. That is alone time. And if you are someone who is unsure or, or, you know, get a little anxious about that, then some of the things that can help you is trust your partner. If they're mm-hmm. telling you that, you know, and reassuring you that your their feelings are like true and real and that you don't have anything to worry about, trust what they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Understand how important it is to them that they have their alone time. Try to find and find things to fill your life with. You know, we have an episode on finding hobbies and trying new things. And Mm -hmm. this might be a great opportunity for you to challenge yourself and to grow during this alone time that you have from your partner. Yeah. Some people you might have gotten together when you were really young Mm -hmm. and you didn't have a lot of time to build those hobbies. Like Miley and I spent a whole bunch of our adulthood years being single now. So and I'm still single. Yeah. And I might stay single for a long time. You never know. (laughs) And I really love my alone time. Miley tries everything. Like she she tries all kinds of crazy hobbies and some she gets really into. Uh And you've found this wonderful side of yourself and now you have all of these new things yeah. to potentially bring into a yeah. partnership and to share yes. with someone and that's why like the downside to being single is when you have all of these amazing things in your life you want to share all this stuff with you know and sometimes your friends you know you don't want to bore your friends with all the details of every adventure that you go on and get nerdy about it like you know you want to share it with somebody but i'm pretty sure that when i do find someone I will have so much to share with them. And then I will be like, let's go do this together. Yeah. Or Are you what adventures doing yeah. any of this mm-hmm. with me? Yeah. And so, and then I'm sure like, I'm hoping he will be someone who has lots of stories and, and experiences that he'll come to the table with. And then we can try those things together. Yeah. I love that. I mean, so some of the things that I want to talk about some of the ways you can easily find a little bit of alone time. Yeah now that you've learned how to ask for it and mm-hmm. communicate it for me i can say like at the top of my day i kind of like just reviewing my calendar mm-hmm. and having a little bit of a game plan organizing my day understanding all the things i need to fit in what does my next day even look like i want to make sure i'm prepared i might peek at that and make sure i'm not screwing myself or forgetting something or see if there's anything you need to like 
do a little bit of today in order to be better tomorrow or more efficient tomorrow. I will often do that. I'm like, because if during the day something comes up, we talked about this, our time habits. Yeah. When we were talking about like scheduling the time management with our calendars. It's like, oh, something came up for tomorrow. Let me bump this from tomorrow into today because I've already looked at my day and Mm -hmm, I know I can. mm -hmm. Um, But I like to get a kind of an idea what my day looks like. I like to spend a few minutes doing my word puzzles, I call them. So I'll do Wordle, Quirtle, Octortle, the Foodle. Octortle. It's eight words. Holy moly. Quirtle has four. Octortle has eight. There's (laughs) even Duotrigordle, which is 32. Whoa. Yeah. That one's... Whoa. I mean, I don't know. I almost never fail any of these puzzles. I'm really good at them to the point where it's almost like now I'm just trying to beat my own scores. I love it. I'm so good at them. It's dumb. <laughs> but like, that's fun. Well, for you me. are spelling bee champion. I am. And like words are my jam. Yeah. But like, that's fun for me. That's like maybe 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes the most where I just sit and I don't have to talk about anything or think about it. I just literally think about the five letter word on the screen in front of me. It's just a little brain challenge. Just gets me going. I a lot of times do them at the beginning of the day. Sometimes I sneak it in the middle. Last night, I think I did it at like 9 p.m. Like Somewhere in the day, I just like to get those done. It's a few minutes for me to do me. I love listening to podcasts without interruption. Oh. I I, I mean, there have been people who talk to me while my podcasts are playing. I don't love that. Like in person? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was be like. Yeah, yeah, well, sometimes yeah. I text you, but I mean, I don't expect you to talk to me while you're no. listening to a podcast. <laughs> I was like, what? No. And it's not like a pet peeve or anything. Like it doesn't uh, piss me off. But if I'm listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. like, usually I'm very focused mm. on the baking or the frosting yeah, or whatever yeah. I'm doing. Like what I'm doing is usually sort of, they're both almost passive, but mm. like I'm absorbing this podcast as I'm doing my yeah. task, like washing the dishes, mopping the floors, whatever yeah. I'm up to. Podcasts are great. Meditation, we've mentioned, is a great alone activity if you get a little time to do that. Uh, Workouts are really fun for me. Like, I'm not a go-to-the-gym-and-workout type of person. I get a little distracted by all that's going on. That's the ADHD brain. And, I, like, I can get on a machine at a gym and do that, but that's kind of boring. I would rather be home. I'm less distracted at home amongst all of my things if I'm working out, oddly enough. Um reading a book oh, remember when i was reading <laughs> i stopped reading oh, i have I all these books back. i, I know i have back. all these books down i'm in a book club and then i stopped reading i joined a book club and stopped reading <laughs> the fuck that's kind of funny <laughs> i uh, know and like i still chat and see these people they came to the event this past weekend and they were like did hey. they ask you about the book <laughs> they were like hey from the book club i'm like sorry i haven't read anything <laughs> <laughs> I do exist. I promise. I'm a real person. That's um, oh, by the way, I'm thinking of asking the book club if they want to go see book club two. Ah, yes, Fonda. I saw that. Because I just heard <laughs> her be on a podcast chatting about her life and things. And then they mentioned the movie, obviously. But anyways, uh, reading, journaling. I love having a few minutes to just like put down some thoughts to paper. Even my five minutes on Fridays that I write my little note and drop it in my gratitude jar. That's like a few minutes where I just sit down and sometimes something comes to me. I don't ever sit and spend a ton of time thinking about it. Sometimes something is on my brain and I write it down right away. And sometimes I just sit and I think about the last like day and a half week and write something down. That's a cute few minutes that I have that's just a little me what do you call ritual I think rituals are good for is a good word for me for me time it's like 
doing a face mask. It's painting mm-hmm, my toes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like giving myself a pedicure. Like those are also little rituals are fun me time things. Like you mentioned massage and facials. Things that take that things that make you feel like you're taking care of yourself or what I think of. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's physically, mentally, yeah. spiritually. Or yeah. all the above at the Financially. same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. that. Those are all great examples. Thank you. Um, if you have kids or a partner, it can be harder than when you're all by yourself. Oh, yeah. Or like don't live with your partner. Um, I know we have a coworker who wakes up like early. Kathy. Oh. She gets up really, really early so that she could spend like an hour by herself yeah, before the kids and does. the husband get up. Oh, yeah. Like 4, 4.30 in the morning. It's just peace and quiet for her yes. before the day gets hectic i'm so impressed by that <laughs> i know she's amazing she's an amazing woman like and her kids have autism you know so like right. it's it's incredible it's just the like and i think it's really important to her mm-hmm. it's very valuable time that allows her to recenter herself and it shows be that she's prepared. yeah put that effort in and yeah, knows and that that's when she herself. can get that yeah so like maybe it's just getting up early before everyone in your house exactly early bird like i said spending 20 30 minutes an hour whatever mm-hmm, it is you mm-hmm. like get up read the paper i don't do, do, are there still newspapers i don't know read it online <laughs> i don't know what to tell you check your emails whatever you need to do get up sit a cup of coffee and stare out the window at the birds or on your patio i, I don't know whatever people do um I'm more of a night owl. Sometimes I like those few minutes at the end of the day. Yeah. Like I have my time in the day mm-hmm. with my word puzzles, mm-hmm. but sometimes the end of the day, 20 minutes just washing my face and that kind of ritual every day is kind of nice at night. That's a few minutes of things to do for me. Um, if I, I know if I don't get a little me time in every day, I will need maybe a little more the next day because oh, I won't have I had okay. a few minutes to myself yeah, to sort of. Point. If I am busy, 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 sometimes the next day, like all the things come dumping on me and I'm like, wow, I need to revisit some stuff that happened this week because I don't have time to sit and sort all of my thoughts every single day. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Good points. You? I was just going to, one thing to add is it's probably why I, I strategically try to get to places a little bit early or maybe I run a little late, but I always have a few minutes in between all my events, whether it's in the car or somewhere that I just have a few minutes to recenter. You but do this at my house. I do. You do this at your own house. Yeah, I do it at my own house too. Your mom will be like, yeah. why are you sitting in the driveway? Yeah. Get in the house. It's all good. Yeah. So like I've always done this and I think it's just, like I said, it's to recenter kind of just have some quiet time because, you know, because I know I'm going to be extroverted for a while before I can have okay I live alone and I also sit in my car sometimes for five minutes yeah I do that too even when I'm going to my casita and no one's in my casita I still sit in my car I do but I think there's just for me there's some comfort in my car yeah I think I'm just already sitting here and I'm not moving so why don't I just stay here and finish the thought in my head (laughs) let me just check on this thing I wanted to look into I think I did note that if you have kids and stuff maybe a night alone in the house husband and kids go away or they go to grandparents house that's a great idea um, grandparents take them you go out for a dinner by yourself leave them home with the hubs whatever you got to do like go out to a dinner by yourself go out to a movie by yourself go to a day spa 
hit up a local pool or resort. We have resort pass now, which is super cool. Um, if you both work from home, I did see a tip that says separate your workspaces. Ah. So maybe don't put both of your desks. I'm No one I know that works from home as a couple has their desks in the same space. You're usually on Zoom meetings, yeah. things like that. It's way too difficult. Also note, maybe take your breaks from work outside, out of the house. That's a like, great idea. I used to do that when I was working the day job and we were remote. I would literally go out and set my walk like on my watch and clock my steps and get a couple thousand. I would just walk around my tiny little complex until I hit a couple thousand steps during my breaks. Sometimes I'd be answering emails out there too, but it, just getting the sunshine. Fresh air. Nice. We've yeah. talked about the benefits of fresh air. So yes. no, that's great. Yes. I love it. Uh, should we touch base on what to do if your partner wants more? No, we already did that. We did? Yeah. Do you want to talk about how we connect? I don't remember us talking about that. Okay, sure. Um, it is also important to have a plan on how to reconnect after you've spent time apart. I have heard Jay Shetty talk about this because he's been hyping a new book. I think it's Eight Rules for Love. Oh, oh yes. Oh, he's been hyping it for a while, though. Yeah, for a okay. while. I've I was going to say, I was like, it's not just new. I think it's been around for at least a, eight months. No, no, no. Just like two months. Oh, okay. He's had another book before, but this is a new one. Okay. Um, I feel like this is... He has okay. been on all of the podcasts the last couple of months everywhere so I've heard him on all the shows I listen to anyways and then I've heard all these people on his show you know because they all bounce back and forth and throw each other a bone on the podcast but he has talked about this a few times like he because he and Roddy his wife will sometimes spend a long time her family's in England and she's really really close to them and his work is in LA so sometimes they will spend they have spent up to six months apart. Wow. Pretty recently. And he's talked about even when they spent shorter times apart, when they would get back together, they didn't always have a plan with reconnecting. So it was sort of like they were just suddenly in the same space. Mm. Um, so that's something. And I don't have specific tips for reconnecting, but it is important to know, like, once we've had this time away, we get back together and maybe we just talk about the things we experienced. What did you do? What did you do? How was it? What did that make you feel? What was most exciting about it? What did you like? What did you not like? Mm. You know, just sharing the experience of your time Being apart. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think it's very, very important to be conscious of having a plan to reconnect, mm-hmm. not just like smushing yourself into the same space and pretending like everything's going to be fine. Right. Like, hey, hey. What's up? <laughs> like everything will be fine. Yeah. Because you're making a conscious effort to take time, you know, to do things for you. You both are. And yeah. then you make a conscious share, effort share to, yeah, to reconnect yeah, when like you get that. back together. Like Maybe that. it's a six second kiss. Yes. We love that. We do. <laughs> we need to look for one of those again. If I don't get a good enough kiss, I come back for a second one. Oh. Good for you. Damn straight. <laughs> I like that you just smacked your hand. <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, if I don't get a good enough kiss, I make a little like, mm. and I probably can't frown as much as I used to because of the Botox, but <laughs> I'll make a little face and I'll come back in for another one. <laughs> yeah, you better be ready. Like, I'm like, no, that that was not adequate. <laughs> Let's try that again. I love it. One I more, please. It. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yeah. This is a great episode. I loved it. I think it's so important that we talk about this and that uh, I think for me, it's so important that alone time isn't seen as a bad thing Mm -hmm. and that alone time doesn't necessarily mean loneliness it means a a safe space for you to just be with yourself and 
like you said, kind of recalibrate yourself. And it's important for your other people around you, your partner, uh, to to have that space as well. Agreed. I um again, I think I've always just taken my alone time, but now I'm in a space where I need to be more conscious and communicative about it when I'm doing it and what I'm up to and reconnecting afterwards. Yeah. So I'm thrilled that we're doing this episode because it's super, super relevant to me right now. So I hope if you guys had any thoughts on this or if there's other tips or tricks or ways that you create and schedule your alone time or communicate that to your person, we would love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram at woman get in. Feel free to shoot us an email inquiries at woman get If you don't have Instagram, we'll take that. That sounds good. You can message us on Facebook, but I don't check that a whole lot. So maybe don't. Don't DM us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Love you. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week. <laughs>